Welcome to the Keel Hauled Podcast. I'm your host, Captain Logan, and we've got a lot of Sea of Thieves news to cover today. So tie yourselves to the mast and hold fast. Ahoy there, pirates. I hope you had yourselves a good weekend, a good weekend. I know I did. This week, we found out some really kind of disappointing news, but... You know, it's a it's a tough thing uh, about season seven and when its release date now is. And it is also the Gold Hoarder episode. It's a little earlier than normal because I'm going to be traveling this week. I'm going to be heading to SOT Fest. So if you're looking forward to finding out more about that, it's going to be streamed on Twitch. We're going to be doing a live episode of the Keelhauled episode podcast as well as pirate talk radio with davram tv so make sure you're keeping an eye out on social media for sot fest make sure that you are tuning in when you can to see what's going on there's going to be a lot of content creators a lot of artists a lot of musicians and a couple of podcasters that don't know what they're doing as well as a special race of legends that's going to be hosted uh, from the sot fest we're going to have teams from sot fest that are going to be competing in a special race of legends so there's lots to go on for this upcoming week as we got some bummer news about season seven but we'll talk about that in the coming episode so with that let's get into it but before i get into any of that i have to thank the patrons they are the ones that are heading over to patreon.com forward slash keelhauled podcast to show their support for this content they're the ones that are actually going to be in this episode as well so make sure that you were thinking those uh who came by and were able to share their thoughts and their feelings on this episode because it's them that are helping make this episode for you guys to listen to now so thank you to people's republic el cute balls bam bam bagel captain hasco chateau neuf zombie killer cloud cosmic johnson davram tv el jefe esteban fergatron trickster Jabaro 5, Carl Embo. Carl, if you want to let me know what your other uh, name is, or if you have another name, if you if you want to go by something different, just let me know. Reach out to me through Discord, through Twitter, doesn't matter, through Patreon. Uh, let me know what you want to have as your as your go-to name. Uh, Kazia the Rogue, Lumpy SRQ, Alcarian Darth, Dub Dub Goose, Evil Morpheus, Xbox Mike 29, Murphy Lives, Mutinous Max, Raja the Brave, Regis Stella, Russ Bell Kid, Norwegian, Skinny Matt, Scum Melt 666, Sudash, Hair, uh, Tarnished Film, <laughs> sorry Tarnished, uh, Tarnished Film, That Kilted Guy, Real Big Tuna, Big Bad Pad, Mina Fairy, Super Pack, Music Me, The Lore Chronologist, Dead Eye Dre, Ghost Boy 20, Evil Martha, Peter Miller, Ruski Doo, Straw Hat Connor, Thor Von Blitz, Windsor Chris, and Zam. Wow. Thank you all so much for your support. It is helping pay for uh, the, the things that I need for this trip for SOT Fest. It's also taking care of the uh, monthly bills when it comes to the podcast, as well as the software that I'm recording and using this on right now, as well as the software that I use to make the YouTube videos and to get the thumbnails made for those. Um, all of that takes cash, unfortunately, but you all are being generous and you're helping support me so that I can justify the time that it takes to do that stuff uh, to try and make it as good as possible for you. So thank you all so much for that support. And with that, let's get into the Gold Hoarder episode. Welcome everyone to the Gold Hoarder episode. It's great to have you guys. It's uh, much earlier than it typically is. Unfortunately, this month falls in a weird uh days so like the last there is a last saturday of the month but the next monday is actually in august so i always like to try and keep these uh tied to the actual last monday of the month but because we're going to be going to see a thieves fest a majority of us anyway 
uh, we're not actually going to be here next week to record the Gold Hoarder episode. And because of that, I wanted to uh, at least make the opportunity up for folks who do want to uh, talk about some of the stuff that's going on. Um, we have some big announcements that we do want to talk or that I want to touch on this this episode and get your guys' reactions on this. Uh, and joining us this week, we've got uh, me and a fairy, Mutinous Max, People's Republic, and Big Bad Pad. Um, thank you all for jumping in. Uh, I know we didn't have a whole lot of notice or a whole lot of time between um, the last episode and this one, but how's everyone doing? Doing well. Doing good. Well, I'm good. Awesome. So um, this news that we got was something that just kind of cropped up this week. Uh, we found out that the season seven Captains of Adventure um, is being delayed. And this was after it had already been delayed, I believe, an additional five weeks from the initial launch. Um, and this is something that is is a bummer because we found out that instead of coming out on July 21st, it's actually going to be coming out on August 4th. And there was a, a bit of a um, a bit of a, an announcement from Rare about this. Uh, Joe went on to kind of explain some of the reasonings behind it and some of the uh, the, the disappointments and stuff. Um, I figured I'd read a little bit from that just to kind of give folks who haven't had a chance to go through that um, some, some information that they talked about it. Uh, and it's kind of a bummer. Um, so Joe wrote in or wrote a, a thing and said that, hi everyone, I just wanted to share an update on the progress of season seven with you all. As we revealed during the Xbox Bethesda showcase in June, Captaincy is at the heart of Season 7, and this is an update we are hugely excited about. We believe Captaincy will transform the experience of playing Sea of Thieves, adding deeper meaning and history to every session and every encounter out on the seas, along with the much-requested ability to own and finally name your ship. However, with, a such, uh, with such a fundamental update to the game, there's a lot of hidden work to be done in the background. This is an update that brings in a vast range of new stats to track and has required a complex partnership across our game, UI, and services team to bring to life. As we started getting closer to the original stated release date, it became apparent that things were going to come in hotter than we'd liked, and there was a real risk of not delivering to the quality and polish we expect. As we're putting undue pressure across the team to get it all on the line subsequently we've made the decision to shift the release date back slightly to august 4th we understand this to be or we understand this will be disappointing for those of you who are eagerly awaiting this update and we appreciate your patience with this change we know season six has been a long one but we are super excited about captaincy and we hope that you are too not too much longer to wait, we promise. We also want to make sure that with Season 7 arriving a little bit later than planned, you'll have plenty of time to play through this new season when it arrives and enjoy leveling up your renown. August promises to be an incredibly exciting month for Sea of Thieves, and as we're looking past the launch of Season 7, we also have our new adventure, A Hunter's Cry, arriving on August 18th, so it's going to be a busy month. Running Sea of Thieves as an ongoing live experience is still a journey we or where we learn new things every day, but we will always consider what is the best course of action for the players and our development team alike. We believe the decision to shift this release is absolutely the right one to deliver the best experience for you all, while ensuring we continue to operate with a healthy and sustainable approach. Thank you all for your understanding and for your continued support for Sea of Thieves. We appreciate all 
uh, you all. And as always, we'll see you on the seas. Joe Neat. So right off the bat, it's a bummer. It's a huge bummer. I know a lot of folks uh, have been looking forward to captaincy, finding out more about uh, the sovereigns and getting a chance to kind of customize their ship. Um, going down the line, I, I would kind of like to get everyone's kind of pure thoughts about this. Um, Mina, how do you feel about the delay? Are you happy for it? Are you excited that they're going to be working on it? Are you bummed that you don't get to jump into it? Um, obviously, I'm a little bit disappointed that it's being delayed. But to be honest, I'm not too disappointed because I will not wasn't going to be able to do anything with the update when it if it came out on the 21st because I'm going to be away for like five days for CFU's fest. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's kind of my feelings as well, too. Uh, Mutinous Max, who's joining us, um, this was the first you heard of the, the delay getting pushed back again. How are you feeling about it? Well, of course, I'm very disappointed about it, but quality over quantity. Like, it's better to give a finished product than, well, deliver something that is buggy as hell. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that as well, too. People's but Yeah, of course, oh, I'm sorry. disappointed. Yeah, very disappointed. So it's only two weeks. Um, yeah, it's it's granted from what we originally thought. You know, we were expecting it next week, and a lot of us were excited, but a lot of us accepted uh, that you know this was already a pushback thing. Um, are you are you happy that it's only two weeks? It could have been a month. It could have been a, a month and a half at this point. Yeah. Well, I yeah. Well. Delay. It, it was already delayed, so I was hoping that it would be released next week. And well, yeah, it's just two weeks. Isn't that much? But yeah, still disappointed. So, peoples, how are you feeling about this? You know, it, it doesn't bother me. I, I mean, we've already been at this point in the game. We're already five weeks delayed. Uh, an extra two weeks if they want to to get it right, and they want to be able to make sure that it has a soft landing when it rolls out. Uh, I'm okay with. Uh, maybe there'll be something at CFD's Fest where they can reinvigorate the uh, another reveal of of what else to um, to have. Um, it's it's a really a, a non thing to delay it uh, two weeks after delaying it five. We're 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 delayed a full two months after the uh, original uh, end date of the season. Uh, but I'm excited for for new stuff to come. What they have uh, more emissary things. Obviously the uh, They've announced the 18th being the next uh, um, adventure or the end of this season of the adventure. So uh, those things I'm looking forward to. Yeah, yeah. Getting the date for the uh, the next adventure is great. I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing how that how that culminates. Had everyone's kind of been in the the same senses. They're they're bummed, but uh, you know, obviously, like they they'd rather people uh, work on it and not have to be pressured. Uh, how are you feeling? Do you do you think this is all hogwash and that they should put it out now? No, um, I, I've I've been in the unlucky position, or lucky really, in terms of Sea of Thieves, um, that my work has uh, ramped up slightly, so I'm having less time to sail. Um, and so, if they want to take two weeks longer to get this thing to work properly, that's fine with me. I understand that there are obviously a lot of people out there that aren't happy that it's not being. Uh, coming out on the, on the original date and obviously getting pushed back. Um, I was saddened to see the amount of trolling and, and hate that was going on online um, towards the devs and um, the game itself. Um, and it just seems to be 
um, sad state of affairs, really, um, in terms of people venting their anger um, in the wrong way. Um, it's a game. Yeah. Um, uh, it, w- w- what do they want? Do they want it to come out now and not be working, so there'll be even more hate and frustration going on, or do they want to wait two more weeks and actually have something that works? Yeah. Yeah. I. There's definitely a lot of uh, there's a lot of uh, issues that I've seen, like people not understanding. And I want to say I honestly attribute it to them being passionate about the game um but not understanding game development and it doesn't you know you don't have to be in game development to understand that game making games is hard uh there's a lot of things that get involved with it um and it's it's a shame to see people be grumpy online like i can understand the full the first first response being grumpy about it or being uh, upset and whatnot yeah, but... i think everybody's response was oh not again yeah but you think about it that this game is, is now four years old. People have been working on this game for six or seven years. It is their, it is, they've put all their heart into this game. And to have the trolling online against what they've just been doing for what is probably, like I say, five to seven years of their life, um, it just seems very sad. Yeah. Yeah, thankfully, I I think people are starting to come around to the idea that that as many games as come out in the last few years that have been just terrible experiences at launch because they were rushed. Uh, I think a lot more people are starting to really come around to the idea that you know what it's it's okay if it doesn't hit the date that they planned. Uh, I did want to get kind of an idea from you guys as as far as um, season seven's been delayed a lot. Uh, and this kind of pushes the idea that, you know, season six being as long as it is, maybe there could have been something that we could work on during season six. Like, obviously, we've had the latest adventure, which has been nice, but that's about a two week thing. Uh, I I threw out the idea to Joe and he, he responded. Um, I asked him if it would be possible to take a look at ways to extend the season pass for the next time a season goes long, kind of how Destiny does, where once you hit 100, it doesn't stop at 100. You can keep grinding levels. And after a while, every five levels or every 10 levels of of a season pass, you get an exotic engram, which is kind of their way of getting an item that is a random roll from their uh, microtransaction store. So he actually responded and uh, a lot of people jumped in with some really good ideas. He said, uh, not sure, but think it's a good thing for us to think about if we extend a season again. How do we ensure there is enough options to deploy to fill a gap? Um, So I wanted to kind of reach out to you guys and see uh, what are some of the things that you would like to have in a season pass that gets extended um beyond 100 and how many levels do you think they should do in that case i've always kind of thought that an additional 100 levels should be fun to kind of grind out if they've got the right rewards in there but uh, what kind of stuff should they put into a season pass that goes beyond the the initial 100 i think prestiging would be a good idea for the for the company or for the season pass well for the season if, if you've if, if you've already paid well even if you haven't paid for it um if you've paid for the um the premium pass mm-hmm. um yeah you should be able to prestige and there should be something a title for it yeah to say right i've got to level 100 i don't know whether it's just for just when it gets extended or just in general mm-hmm. 
when you get to level 100, you can prestige and you can get a title for it saying uh, level I've prestige season six or whatever. Um, and then you can do it again. Yeah, I like that idea. I, I definitely think um, that and, that's and, good. Because it, it doesn't affect your gameplay. It just mm-hmm. gives you an additional reward for staying with it. Because I think a lot of people will have burnt through season six, got to, I don't know, eight, 12 weeks into it or whatever, and have done everything they needed to do or wanted to do. And so have possibly moved on to other games while they're waiting for the new content to come in. Mm-hmm. And so because there is there is no incentive to stay with the game if you've done as much as you have or want to do in the game. Um, if you give them a, an additional title, yes, all right, it's after another 100 levels or after 50 levels or whatever, uh, you give them the option to earn additional titles. It might be it might keep them in, in, in the game for a bit longer. What do you guys think about uh, gold doubloons, ancient coins, having uh, different currencies added throughout the pass instead of cosmetics if you were to do something like a prestige or, or an extension of the levels? I think that would be the easiest thing to do. Just every five levels rotate between gold doubloons and ancient coins. And we can talk about how many ancient coins or doubloons or, or gold we can rebalance that. But what the idea of extending a pass needs to be something that doesn't have um, any development time really with it, that you don't have another end date that you don't have to extend it again. Because what if you get to 100 and all of a sudden they, like if we would had a couple hundred uh, this this season, I mean, heck, I mean, the majority of us would be several hundred down the road. We don't want to get to another end point. We just want to have something perpetually ready uh, to go regardless of whether it's extended or not extended uh, as a as a simple system uh, that's plug and play. Um, I think that's the best thing to do um, as opposed to having more development time and taken away from the really reason that they're extending is because they ran out of time. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think something like that would be uh, great to have is, is any kind of incentive at this point to continue a grind and just kind of plan for the future. Anyone else have any ideas as far as uh, things you'd like to have put in there? Um, one of the things I saw personally was that uh, they could be taking the Twitch drops that were available and making those something that you could put into an extended season pass or a, a prestige system so that it's kind of a catch-up mechanic if you uh, missed out on Twitch drops or if you missed out on past season content. Uh, they are planning on bringing that that past season content back in, in the first place. Um, so this would be kind of a way to say like, hey, if you wanted to uh, get a voucher that you could use to take to the Emporium, and you could use that voucher to purchase past seasonal cosmetics or Twitch drops. Uh, you can do so by earning it through the extended season pass or the prestiged season pass. Um, anyone have any thoughts if that would be good or any any issues that you'd run into with that kind of a thing? That sounds like it wouldn't be too bad of an idea. People have missed various old twitch drops and having them as like an extra thing that they wouldn't because they wouldn't I'm, I'm i agree with people's i wouldn't want them to have to be adding too much to their work plate if they were to give us an extension or whatever to the season pass um because that would kind of negate what they're trying to do it's like here have a little something because we've had to extend it 
but then it's it, it would it wouldn't make sense to me but having things that they could just easily unlock for us i think that would potentially make sense what do you guys think about the idea of unlocking special voyages um we've had gilded voyages in the past uh they're typically something that's been given to us for special events uh, typically around the holidays um what if like a a level 200 reward or a a 100 uh level 100 prestiged reward would be a gilded voyage the problem with with gilded voyages now logan is that the emissary uh voyages are worth more to the um to the to the emissary that you're working on than the gilded voyage you know so like your your gilded athena i mean i'm still holding a gilded athena um but the problem with the gilded athena is the only thing that's really worth towards athena are the athena boxes at the end they give you other junk that's in there that's made towards all your other all your other um uh, trade companies uh sure there's a lot for um uh you know for your your, your skulls or for your um for your merchant or for your 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 boxes for your gold hoarders, but that's still um, making you go out there and and, and doing it. Um, I wish there was something a little more a little more unique, a little more palatable uh, for where people are in the game today, as opposed to several years back. Yeah, it's a really fair point to bring up. Um, maybe we need to take a look at gilded voyages and see how they how they should be implemented then. Ahoy there, Pirates. This is the ad for this episode, and I did want to let you know if you wanted to avoid these and just get a regular filler, you can head over to the Patreon. There's a special feed just for patrons that get the ad-free version. If you want to keep listening, though, I can't say I blame you because this week I want to let you know about Loot Crate and getting 15% off of most crates and crate subscriptions when you use the link and code ROBOTSRADIO in the show notes. Also, you can head over to audiobooks.com, get your first three audiobooks for free, and that can include any two vip books or use the affiliate link for green man gaming if you're a pc gamer you'd like to save money on games it's one of the benefit of being a pc gamer head over to green man gaming you can get codes for steam epic any of the different stores that they have deals going on they have deals going on all the time and if you plan on buying there please consider using our affiliate link all of that goes straight to me through the network thank you all so much for everything that you do to support this podcast it means the world to me and i continue to try and improve the quality and the content for you with that pirates let's get back to the show i wanted to, to kind of bring up the idea of of events that aren't tied to lore uh being something that gets brought back to the game so that we have different things to look forward to that aren't tied specifically to like oh well when's the next adventure um things that we've done in the past that they could use during these kind of long season time frames yeah i don't see why they can't um hot drop those uh you know in uh surely we had we had pushback around um doing the same type reskinned events over and over and over again but i think that if you did them as a uh, a short-term thing like a like a weekly uh, event i don't want anything prolonged but um something where uh you know doing the black powder stashes or um some of the ashen work mm -hmm. um, to send people out to the roar 
uh, I think would be actually a good thing to um, give people a reason to uh, go back to those events that utilizes some of the um, the map that's no longer utilized. Yeah, yeah, we definitely have some of those old voyages that just don't get used anymore. And those assets could definitely be brought back in. Uh, Sudesh, welcome back. Um, if I'm pronouncing that right, is that how you like yeah, it? Yeah, that's good. Awesome. Uh, so joining us uh, for for the Gold Hoarder episode, we've kind of been talking a bit about um, the the extension of the season, uh, some of the ideas that we've had as far as like extending the season pass. How do you feel about the delay? Um, wanted to give you an opportunity since you're joining us. Uh, any any thoughts on the delay? Any feelings on that, or uh, uh, what we could do to to kind of tide us over while we're waiting for the season to end? Wow. So I actually was like a little bit bummed when it got delayed the first time because uh, me and my buddies kind of ran through it a lot. So we completed that thing pretty early on. And we were like, all right, we're getting ready for the next one. But, uh, you know, they released that statement saying they're going to make it. They wanted to make sure they worked out all the kinks and whatever. And uh, so as far as that goes, like, I, I'm kind of bummed. But, I, you know, if it's, if it's going to be worth it, then it's not a big deal to me. Um, man, they... The thing is, is like I so I first started playing when it launched, and then there was like there was like not a lot of islands. Everybody was running through the same spots, and now that it's so expansive, there's like I started doing like fringe things. Like I started going through and reading all the journals and collecting all the things. So to me, I still got I still got a lot of like uh, like lore between me and being like end game. So that's what I've been doing to fill the time. But uh, but yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a bummer, and and I'm I've kind of been there with you, uh, going out and sailing with folks. It's mostly like taking a look at what what build rat adventures have I still got that I haven't worked on or haven't done, uh, and trying to knock some of those those small things out while I'm waiting. Anyone else have things that they've been working on this uh, during this this time that we've been kind of waiting that they that they're that they honestly have been happy to work on and had the time to work on or is it just kind of like same old same old working waiting for the uh the next adventure in the next season sad to say i've actually been working on fishing with a couple of the crew oh no <laughs> he has he's fishing oh, oh my god shame shame Where? Where i have doing? pictures to prove it now, if they did want to add something, and I think it would be prevalent, is since we're not going to get arena anymore, like I was, I was so close to getting all the glorious sea dog coats and all the like, you know, all the fancy things. So if they wanted to add a way where we can finish earning those, that would fill up the time quick, you know, like do this much damage with cannons on other ships, or do this much damage with your sword, or whatever. Oh, I think that would, I think that would enrage so many glorious sea dogs. <laughs> Something about this game and its exclusives, it just, it, it triggers, it triggers oh, people so much. Roth would not be happy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not here to say anything either, which is, is a bummer. Could you imagine what the Arena, Arena League would think about that? Oh my goodness. Could yeah. Yeah. The, the, all of the cosmetics, and that's the funny thing to me is the, the cosmetics. I don't, I don't care either way. I've got the way I look, but yeah, there, there's a lot of people, um, which it, I don't know about you guys. Have you have it? Has anyone kind of like anyone still given guff about the fact that the pirate legend weapons are now available to pirate legends and adventure? I don't think I've seen anything. Yeah. All right. Well, 
we've had an opportunity to kind of discuss some of the different things that we could do with a with an extended season. Um, what did everyone think of the most recent adventure? We've been kind of going through and uh, uh, is everyone, did everyone get an opportunity to do it? I guess would be a great question. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Anyone have any strong thoughts about it? What'd you think of, uh, of, of the ending? What did you think of uh, the, the way they had you kind of going from island to island? I thought, I thought like the drastic change from the last adventure was a good step. Like the last one was pretty cut and dry, take things here and take things there. But this one, you actually got to like go around with the lantern and got to like see little snippets of history. And if they incorporate that more and more, that'll be a lot of fun. Definitely. Max, I saw you light up there. How do you feel? How'd you feel about the latest adventure? Well, it was good. Only um, too much time between action in the adventure. Like, it's a whole lot of sailing between islands, which <laughs> makes it, for me, a bit boring. And also, when uh, the first monologue uh, Lorena did was, uh, she said in some line that Merrick was missing, and me and my buddies had a crack on that because um, it made us think of the game Mario is missing, so that made at <laughs> least the adventure better. <laughs> the whole crew dresses Mario Mario characters. <laughs> That's great. So what did you guys, how, how are you guys feeling about uh, like having Bell kind of be the, the forerunner for all of this story, uh, being the one that kind of sends us off to go check out these different journals? And what did you guys think of the uh, the actual footsteps and the lanterns? I quite liked this um, adventure. I quite liked having the, the story kind of brought out in that way um yes the sailing could be a bit mundane especially when the wind decided to be in your face between at least two of the destinations <laughs> but i i did enjoy the storytelling that they did with it yeah i was half tempted to take that lantern and go to other places so. and <laughs> what do you think I, I agree with most of them in the fact that yeah it was way too much sailing um, I think they did it with Boz and Mina and it took us about 80 minutes and because we hadn't done it and I hadn't done it on Insiders, um, Boz, <laughs> Boz at the end of it just literally looked for the last five minutes he said, yeah, you better stock up on some decent food. Obviously the adventure's coming to the end and you have to fight the, fight the big battle and obviously then we didn't. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you get <laughs> so, so yeah, the hype was all up and then the end, boss, it was good. <laughs> what what we just geared up to do? Oh, that's but funny. yeah, no, there was too much sailing. I think it like took us eighty minutes and sixty minutes of it was sailing. And it's mm. like, well, yes, I know they obviously want to pad it out a bit and to obviously fill time, but there wasn't enough doing. Interesting. It was sailing. Interesting. So I I do agree that there was a lot of sailing involved with this one. Um. I feel like for me, the reward was the 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 actual lore that we got as a result of it. I think the journals that we got were amazingly insightful and really talked a lot about uh, aspects of the game that I had never considered. Like I had never considered the the uh, gold hoarder's eyes as veil stones, and it just little things like that were great. Um, it was kind of interesting that we ended up um, having weird little spats with the with the phantom 
uh, Dark Brethren Core. Did it feel weird that we're that we're still fighting phantoms? Is it is am I the only one that's like, why are we not fighting actual pirates? Um, the whole point was it was ghosty stuff this time round, so the phantoms did make sense. <sighs> All right, so it's me. Fair enough. No, I, I I agree with you. I agree with you, Logan. I mean, the phantoms were were brought forth for the uh, you know for the fortresses. Uh, and, and whatnot, but this seems more targeted, and I think that more um, a differentiated group would have been brought through the veil to to you know for this purpose. And so it does seem a bit curious that we would have um, generic phantoms that are that we're fighting as opposed to um, more uh, pirate or crew based that were hand selected by by the brethren. So I agree with you. Have we had any? Have we had any like fleshy NPCs? Have they all been ghosts and skellies and like like the fight before? Well, that's in the game is uh, either deceased or uh, a monster. Yeah, like, that's what I think. crawler or deceased. Like it would be cool to see some like or reapers or dark brethren that are actual pirates. Mm -hmm. But then they'd have to program a whole new AI. So I I get that they choose to implement phantoms, but yeah, it would be cool to see pirates. That's that's kind of what I'm wanting right now. Um, I I want to I want to be able to know that the dark brethren court is made up of actual pirates. Instead, it feels like the first adventure where we were kind of going to the Shrouded Isles and we would fight all of those um, Reaper Phantoms. It, it just feels like another Reaper Phantom. And, it, and unless I'm paying attention to the names, it's just like, oh, it's a Phantom. They're all bad, I guess. And there's not really any distinction between them. Uh, but at least, at least if we had some pirates... Um, th that is one thing I like about the Reapers is that the Reapers all have the same pajamas. So you can kind of see that they have a uniform and the Dark Brethren doesn't really have a uniform. It's just kind of a, a an amalgamation of different people. And I'm hoping that we get something that's a little more, a little more like the Reapers, but distinct enough to be the Brethren. Mina, I think you bring up something that's really interesting. Um, did you want to kind of bring up the the question that you had as far as the actual adventure and, and its progression? Um, yeah, we did the adventure a couple of times because we had crew members that hadn't done it and they could only play it staggered time frames. Um, and twice when we were on Canning Cove and did the thing that we had to do. Um, a journal page is supposed to drop. There was no notification that an enemy or anything had dropped a page. Um, the first time I only found it because as I was running towards the shore, I got a little pop-up to say, pick this thing up. So I went back and had to kind of trip back and forth a few times to like got the prompt again because there was nothing showing up in the grass um the second time again we didn't have any prompts that there was something and we forgot to say to the person that had been on the island that there would be a journal page dropped and so they didn't look for it and Orz spent about five minutes on the island trying to find the page because it was in long grass wasn't shining and it was only when he managed to run past it by pure chance that he got the prompt to pick it up and we couldn't progress it to the next stage without that page yeah 
So that's that's kind of something that I ran into. And this is the, I think this is a really good bit of criticism towards the actual adventure. Um, I was running through uh, it like a few hours before it was going to end. Uh, and I was going with someone who had never done it before. And I'd only done it the one time. So as we were kind of going, it was on Cannon Cove where uh, there was there was a Reaper nearby and I was kind of hanging out on the boat because I for one, I wanted them to enjoy the adventure on their own without too much guided experience. But at the same time, I also wanted to kind of keep an eye on the boat and make sure I had a, a good bead on what what this Reaper was doing because they were acting strange as most Reapers. So when he got done, there was nothing, nothing that prompted us um, that I could tell. Like if, if it did, I missed it. Um, but as we were kind of sitting there, he was like, okay, so what's next? And I'm like, oh, well, we have to, we have to, you know, find out where we have to go based on the journal pages. And he's like, well, it just says to, to find the, uh, the mystic or the, the witch. And that was when I realized that we had missed a step and it took us honestly, probably it, it felt like 10 minutes, but it was probably about five minutes um kind of wandering around like retracing our steps like okay well where did you kill the dark brethren phantom so it was in this area okay well let's kind of scour the grass to try and figure out how you know where where something dropped to be able to progress it so i would say in this instance um if if this were to be done again i would say have it be just like a, a straight up book that drops something that is is much bigger than just uh, a, a small envelope because uh, the envelopes work for the most part but when it's tied to something like an adventure where it progresses the the full story i almost missed one um what is what's the island that's uh that was used for the um the actual skull what was that salty sands i think i can't remember the order pat says salty sands okay yeah uh salty sands was one where the guy that i was with um he died to the phantoms and when he died i was kind of hanging out near his body but i ended up shooting the last phantom out by like the coast on the on the action in the water and when i killed him or he the whole thing kind of ended and i rezzed the guy and then we were kind of sitting there wondering like okay what do we do next i feel like i'm missing something and it wasn't until i realized like there's usually an envelope that drops that you have to pick up to get the pages and that was when i realized like oh the dude out in the waters is dropped it, but it wasn't floating on the water surface. It was floating on the, or it was on the bottom of the seabed and we almost missed it and almost had to redo the whole thing because we were just genuinely stuck. So there's, I think there's an opportunity to, to figure out a different avenue to be able to progress the story, whether it be automatic or not. I think it should be something that just pushes you forward once you actually complete killing the things that you need to kill to, to get to the next bit. But were there any other parts to this that you guys uh, thought was kind of uh, kind of rough that, that maybe could use a little look at and see if there's changes that can be made for future adventures? Not spawning naked. <laughs> yeah that was a that oh. was a, a weird bug that thankfully got fixed yeah and then it made the thing unplayable well it was fun like doing an adventure naked because i did it on the first day with a few buddies but it didn't bother too many people i guess it's just cosmetics yeah well the emote wheel was was rough but i'm glad that that got that that got fixed but did anyone else have any uh thoughts or feelings on that i'm i'm very curious to hear uh let's talk about kind of the ending to the adventure um I, how many of you guys were kind of privy to who it was going to be 
Uh, did you know it was going to be Amaranta? Did you did you kind of see that coming? Um, were you were you happy to see like the ending? What did you guys think of the ending for it? So, uh, Mina, what did you think? Uh, well, I'd already guessed who it was going to be by the time we got to that part. Um, but I still enjoyed the ending. They did a nice kind of dramatic reveal that was quite nice. Yeah, I really love that. What did you think of the uh, the portal and them kind of having Amaranta move between the worlds, like in game? I wanted to jump through the portal too. <laughs> yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. Uh, Max, what did you think of the of the ending to it? Well, um, I think they should have made the barrier that was created to hold Bell back also held you back because I could like stand next to Amaranta. Mm. and just like listen to both of them talk like i wasn't there but yeah um it was kind of a surprise that they that the eyes of the gold order are veil stones like i was thinking what do, what do you need with that guy's head why, why are they <laughs> yeah. using it <laughs> yeah yeah it was very funny peoples what did you think of the ending oh, i thought it was well done i think the um I think the reveal was really good. I, I do think some of the mechanics of of where you needed to be exactly. I think my crew um, picked the wrong dock first, and so we we had to. It wasn't clear of exactly where you needed to be. Um, but I thought that the the portable was cool. I thought that the uh, progression of the story was very good. Um, if if I could back up just a little bit on it, I, you know, especially when we're talking. Uh, about uh, plot points and um, mission points that end up on um, on outposts and things like that. I would have liked to have seen more indication of what was going on on Golden Sands or New Golden Sands, I guess. Um, you know, with Wanda being back and everybody being back. I mean, it was as if nothing had changed. You know, and and everything was just hunky dory, and there was no indication of new dialogue or or even shiftiness. You know, going on. Um, and so for me, that came across a little um, off-putting or, or bland or, or breaking of the, the immersion in that regard. Um, but outside of that, I think the storytelling of, of this particular adventure is the, is the best so far and more akin to the, the tall tales. I think they did a good job. Yeah, I, I know what you mean as far as like everyone didn't seem to really mind that the Dark Brethren Court had a whole bunch of phantoms come and abduct a uh, an Order of Souls member and just abscond with her for a certain amount of time to work on building up this relic and then, you know, kindly uh, took her right back. There was, you know, we never saw any of that, but it was it was one of those moments where it's like, oh, you remember that day that Olivia got abducted? No. When was that? Uh, it was like the other day. I don't know. She's back like within 24 hours. So I guess we couldn't report it. But yeah, it was it was kind of odd to have that 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 still kind of barrier between dealing with NPCs as just regular NPCs so that everyone can have access to them versus tying them in directly to story but not showing any kind of repercussions or, or uh, issues with that. Like if you do talk to like, say like the Tavern Keep right now uh, over at New Golden Sands Outpost, she does kind of talk about how um, there there are some things that she hopes to do, but she's just been so tired that she hasn't really had an opportunity since getting back to the island, which is it's been kind of a nice change. Um, but I didn't want to skip over Pad. Pad, what was the most uh, what was the most surprising thing out of this adventure that you that you found out? Like Mina says, by by three quarters of the way through, um, you've got a good idea of who it's going to be. Obviously, you need to get it confirmed. Um, biggest surprise for me, obviously, because all the hyped up was that there was no battle at the end of it. Um, 
but yeah, in overall storytelling, brilliant. Um, lots of lore tied up. Um, and uh, hopefully we can get to the bottom of DeMarco soon. Speaking of, were you guys surprised that she actually called out the fact that she was not the one that killed DeMarco? No. I wasn't surprised. I still have my own theories on what's happened to DeMarco. But no, I wasn't surprised that she has claimed that she's not guilty. Are those are those theories that you're bold enough to share? I think he's killed himself so he can go and work for his father in the Sea of the Damned and be a spy. Marco's dead? <laughs> <laughs> nice one, Max. <laughs> I can't tell if he's joking or not. Did you have you been keeping up with the the mystery? No. Oh no. So you haven't, so have you never gone to Sea Dog's Rest in the last couple months? No. Oh my no, God. I haven't, I haven't really been playing. Like, like the last time I've played was the adventure, basically. Oh no. Well, I got some bad news for you, buddy. Uh, DeMar- DeMarco's dead and, and we're, we've been trying to figure out who killed him. But I did predict it though. Oh? Yeah, like last when uh, they closed the arena and they said they were going to figure out uh, we got to figure out who like there was going to be a murder mm. and i said it was going to be the marco there you go so i did predict it long before nice credit where that's sad to. that's just a stab <laughs> in the back to be honest all the arena players like man they have it rough right now yeah yeah, unfortunately, their leader's been been murdered. Well, that's kind of the question: is is has Demarco actually been murdered, or is this all just kind of a ploy? Um, I I don't want him to be dead. I think if he did die, I think that's kind of a bummer. But I I'm I am firmly in the uh, moving away from him being half naked, running around helping his father, to his soul being trapped within the uh, the sea dog lantern. Have you not gotten the lantern though? Is that no? Oh my God! We need to go get There's you the lantern. lantern. We need to get you the lantern, buddy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there is a a red sea dog lantern uh, that has all kinds of of mysterious stuff. Um, and there's been a whole bunch of ARG things that have been going on in social media as well, too. Uh, God, I don't even know where to start with with this. I guess in this case, um, I could bring a little bit of the the mystery in it. Uh, Peoples, we were talking a little bit before we started recording. You you kind of fell off of this. And uh, Mina, have you been keeping up with it? I remember you saying that you'd kind of dropped off as well. Um, on and off, I follow what's been put up on Discord. Um, I'm not on Twitter enough to be able to keep up with it all on Twitter, but the the I do follow the channel you have on discord every day i have a little look and see what's happening in it and kind of go oh cool nice that's cool to see and nice to know and then i get busy with other stuff (laughs) yeah i don't i don't blame you so if you if you guys are are not quite up to date on the the current happenings with the mystery uh there was an a, a straight up cipher that was uh brought to sea thieves and this was it was kind of funny because people were getting emailed um parts of this two disc cipher that that you would rotate to kind of line up the letters to see what the 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 cipher would actually um mean as far as like that uh code would be so there's a bunch of codes that were that were kind of dished out through different mediums 
um, some on TikTok, some through videos. And we had these codes, but we had no clue what the codes actually said. We needed the cipher. So then the cipher came out as uh, emails and a lot of people came together, put the put together the pieces and then were able to decipher the codes, which led to different social media accounts across multiple types of social media um, to find other cues that would give us what eventually ended up being a uh, silver sea dog coin in four pieces. And the whole, the whole kind of kickoff for this was that Sea of Thieves put out a post with a Sea Dog's chest and the Sea Dog's chest was closed. And we had to find out what the uh, phrase was to open up the chest. And then once we opened it, it then gave us uh, a letter inside. And the letter inside basically said, uh, or it was from DeMarco and it said, um, T, I entrust you with my ship's log and the cipher to understand it. You're to give it to or you're to give it only to the to the pirate with a monstrous visage a feather in their cap they'll carry a silver hook and wear their heart but on, not on their sleeve and then there was a little note in there with a parrot symbol that's that was an anagram for gloria waits and there was a watch in there that was stuck at 11 o'clock on the 18th um, so a lot of people trying to figure out uh, like where they should go to meet this person and where they should uh, on the 18th in Sea of Thieves at 11 p.m. or a.m. Uh, to try and figure out like where this was. So a lot of us went out to different places where there were parrots uh, on as cave paintings. Uh, a lot of people went and hung out at the Sea Dog Tavern. And a lot of people have been trying to figure out who we're going to meet. And there were some really good theories about the fact that uh, the person with a monstrous visage with a feather in their cap with a silver hook and where their wears their heart but not on their sleeve would be Gloria, the forever missing uh, mysterious stranger that disappeared when we got tall tales back on anniversary update uh, because we originally had George and Gloria who were the two um two mysterious strangers that you could become a pirate legend from uh so this fit the bill for gloria pretty pretty easily uh since then we've been getting subtle teases from rare because obviously we haven't figured it out just yet that um it's actually us in uh impersonating whoever this person is with the right uh combination of cosmetics talking to T to be able to acquire the ship's log and the cipher to understand it. So they've been putting out different tweets and one of them has uh, the pirate Lord's hat. And in the very background next to a barrel, you can see a bit of the uh, red sea dog lantern, the fallen sea dog lantern. Um, recently, we just got another one that uh, has a silver hook. One of the, uh, I believe it's a bilge rat ones. Um, one of the bilge rat silver hooks. And they're standing outside of a clothing shop, which I believe is Cecil's shop on, uh, what is it, Sanctuary? And underneath the table, there's a little glimpse of the red fallen sea dog lantern. So it seems like they're trying to give us an idea of what items we need to be wearing when we talk to T. And that's kind of where we're at right now with the mystery. Um, many of us are pretty sure that in a couple days, uh, at 11 a.m., um, probably GMT, I would imagine, we will probably get the uh, next bit of the adventure unlocked with the rest of the cosmetics because they've got the Kraken eye patch, the silver hook uh, for the Bilge Rat cosmetic, and the Pirate Lord hat with a feather in the cap 
we just don't know at the moment um, what it is to to be able to wear your heart, but not on your sleeve. I think it's a tattoo set, but I don't know what tattoo set it would be um, based on what we've seen. Uh, but given that, how are you guys feeling about this? Is is it is it interesting you at all that we're actually getting stuff that you have to do in game at this point? Um, I like the fact that they have brought it back into the game again. Um, I just don't have the time to look into it quite as in depth as some of these other people have been but i am very much enjoying following as and when i can the developments of what's going on and i will have a look in game at some point at the stuff i would imagine yeah yeah i've been trying to do different uh different things to try and figure out what it is peoples you bring up a real good point it'll be on the 18th when this episode actually releases so if you're listening to this now there's probably a good chance that we'll know more about that and probably get a chance to talk about it on the sea of thieves uh fest um episode that we do the next the following week uh pad you seem to be kind of following this um pretty closely as well too uh correct me if i'm wrong how do you feel about uh this as as far as like the the recent kind of um developments uh you're wrong i <laughs> i haven't been following it closely like mina i have just been watching uh your discord channels and also chenzo's um because between him, uh, the Ancient Oz University, and Tomas, they obviously put it all together, and then Chenzo put it on a an app so you could actually just turn the wheels and put codes in and get words out. Yeah, shout so, out. I, I, sorry, go ahead. No, no sorry. No. I was just gonna say shout out to Chenzo because he was he really really wanted to make an app that would make it easy for people to be able to decipher the codes. Uh, so, and I'll I'll honestly I'm probably gonna uh, take the link for that. Because uh, I think it's on GitHub, right? Correct me if I'm yeah. wrong. Um, so I'll probably take that and throw it in the uh, patch notes. So if you have the codes, maybe you've watched a video and seen what the codes are and want to um, try it yourself, uh, Chenzo's app is actually really good for that. So I'll have that available in the show notes uh, when you get a chance to see this. Um, but yeah, it's 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 interesting. I'm kind of at the point now where I am starting to rely more on other people who have more time to jump on this uh, outside of going in and testing things once in a while, just to kind of poke around and see if I can uh, find out anything on my own. So, but was there anything else you guys wanted to say in regards to the, the mystery? Are you surprised that it's going this long? Is there anything that, uh, that you, you just, you, do you want it to be done at this point? Yeah, I, I think I think that there's going to be a lot of learnings uh, when they go back to this mystery that uh, we were talking about before, where it feels like they've kind of shotgunned uh, a lot of different um, mo's to to try to get this out to the community. And um, unfortunately, if you if you work or you know you don't have the time to to really dig into it, you you do you feel like you're 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 missing out and that you're you're disengaged in that. Uh, regard and uh, you know rare and has always been um, uh, intentional about being inclusive and unfortunately with some of the choices that that were made um, it's kind of alienated you know some people um, I mean yourself included you know uh, Logan now uh, that are relying on other people and, and not taking the joy of you know figuring out yourself and and I think there will be an opportunity for reflection and I I look forward to seeing what those learnings are and how much better the next uh, mystery is going to be. Yeah, I'm really curious to kind of find out if 
there's something that can be done in the future that will tie together more stuff that gets done in game. Um, Cause I did really like running around with a lantern and checking out some of the notes on my own, but a lot of those notes are so obtuse that it's hard for me to piece together what the point of the, the notes are, or even how they even get uh, unlocked. And unless you're like sticking with it, you know, trying to keep up as much as possible, a lot of this doesn't feel like it really gets you to the end of the the goal, which is to find out who killed him. It feels like everything is constantly pushing us away from that as opposed to getting us closer and closer. Did anyone else have any other thoughts on the mystery that you wanted to share before we kind of close things out? Alrighty. Well, I guess that will do it for this episode. Um, not too much going on and especially with the delay it's kind of a bummer because there's not too much we can really talk about uh, without breaking nda so i appreciate you guys all for jumping on and i do appreciate the fact that you guys decided to come by i know we decided to do this or i decided to have this uh earlier on in the in the month uh so it's been less time since we've gotten a chance to uh to see each other it's been less time since we've chatted last last time i can't think of what i'm saying uh so thank you all for jumping in uh mina do you have anything that you're going on or that is going on uh nope i um just puttering i will be at sea of thieves fest next week well when this comes out it'll be this week so i will be at sea of thieves fest on saturday and i look forward to seeing whoever's going to be there at it definitely Definitely. Mutinous Max, anything going on you want to share? No, not much. Just disappointed that DeMarco's dead. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry we had to break it to you this way. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get him back. He, he's not going to be gone forever. Peoples, anything going on with you that you want to share? Um, I try to sail uh, three days a week, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. You, you can find me on, uh, on Chinzo Rama's uh, Twitch channel around 8.30-ish Eastern Standard Time. Um, come in, drop in, say hi. We have different people from the community uh, sail with us, uh, you know, when we have uh, crew members that have to roll off. But we have a good time. I uh, don't really know what the, the topic's going to be sometimes, but um we uh we hold pretty steady so um come by and check it out yeah i i'm not even going to breach the topics of what you guys were talking about uh had anything going on with you guys that you're that you're going to be working on or, or doing outside of uh outside of uh the game or in the game i'm still working on the t-shirts but um no um I, I haven't had this i haven't been able to sail as much as i'd like um the last couple of weeks which is why i'm not that fussed about obviously it being delayed a couple of weeks um but no looking forward to see a thieves fest uh a couple of days off work awesome yeah so so looking forward to it same here i'm really excited but it still hasn't hit me that it's like days away at this point so i don't think until maybe like tuesday i'll actually start freaking out and start trying to gather things for the trip um yeah i i i'm not prepared i probably should go like take a look at some luggage and see if i can get like a new new suitcase or something but i'm going to be at sot fest this weekend uh like people's mentioned um he sails with chenzo chenzo is one of the the main people that are working in the sherpa program if you've been playing the game and you want some help or if you haven't been playing the game, but you still want some help, uh, the Sherpas are in the Keelhauled podcast. Uh, they are a great group of folks who are committed to helping new players um, get to Pirate Legend, do different quests, try out Tall Tales, uh, all kinds of stuff, even just learning how to be better at the game. 
uh, if you are interested in that, there is a full category in the Discord server uh, that is just dedicated to Sherpas. So definitely make sure to check that out and uh, see if you can get something that you've been trying to get done for a long time uh, worked on. I know they've they've tried a couple times to do uh, skeleton thrones as well as uh, glitter beard events and stuff like that. So um, we're, as people says, we are all still learning how to be better. Um, and some of us just don't quite get there and, and I'll have to live with that. Uh, but that's going to probably do it for this episode. Gold hoarders fans. Thank you all so much for joining me this weekend. Um, again, I really appreciate the fact that you guys decided to, uh, to come on. It'd be a really awkward episode if it was just me, uh, outside of that, I think that's going to do it. So thank you all so much and we'll see you all next week. Mass Effect series, and are you looking to learn even more about Mass Effect? The things that you didn't even know that you didn't know? Well, this is your host, Tom, or Robots, and me and my co-host, N7Legend, do a show called the Mass Effect Lorecast. It is available on whatever podcatcher you're listening to this right now. We also do it live on twitch.tv slash robotsradio, 1030 Eastern, 730 Pacific on Sunday nights. So go look it up right now, the Mass Effect Lorecast. We'd love to have you join us. Nominated in New Jersey's Here Now Audio Fiction Festival 2020, it's Bioshock. The Midnight Series. Based in the dystopian underwater city of Rapture, witness what it was like for civilians from different walks of life before and after Andrew Ryan's city fell. It's a tale of deception, downfall, and survival. The Midnight Series, a podcast by Preston Hardin. Listen on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts.